0: Hello lovers, thanks for listening to another episode of Hello Lover. I'm a little distracted because my neighbor took my laundry out of the laundry machine again, but we are moving along. Just listen to my my sweet, silky tones because I am relaxed. Anyway, I'm excited to show you this episode. This is episode 3 featuring Angeli Sandu and She is a delight. She's got a very sardonic but bubbly personality, and I love that combination in a person. She does a lot of different things. She does stand-up comedy, she does sketch, she does, um, she writes all the time. She does a ton of acting. You can check her out this summer in the Fringe Festival this July, the Winnipeg Fringe Festival, in The Trump Card at the Pentagus main stage. And if you just can't get enough, Angeli, you might want to look her up on Facebook, just Angelie Sandu, or you can look her up on Instagram, and that's Angeli X-I-I-I, like the Roman numeral for 13, which I definitely had to look up. So yeah, uh, last week I mentioned in my intro a little bit about ableism and not flippantly using words like crazy and insane, and we definitely do a lot of this here, but it is kind of a bizarre episode because they say that they're portraying a 20-something girl, but kind of poorly portray a a mentally unstable person and never really address how strange a choice that is. Uh, When you look back on the episode, I think you'll see what we're talking about, but we also do a pretty good job summing it up here. Anyway, I think you will think that Anjali is... Wonderful because I think she's wonderful and let's just get to the episode I began to realize then that the biggest threat 20-something girls posed was to themselves Hey, Carrie, I've been looking all over for you Hey, look, I got one just like yours Oh, wow, that's great You want me to get you cosmopolitan? No, no, that's okay, I'm actually, I'm gonna go find my date, but I'll see you later, okay? That guy from the bookstore, oh my Uh, god, he was so cute uh (laughs) Annoying, yes, dangerous, no they were simply our youthful doppelgangers who needed our compassion more than anything. Okay, so my
1: relationship with Sex in the City began when I was about 12, and we got a new, pa- <laughs> like, channel package. This is already, like... Showing our age difference, because
0: everyone I've talked to thus far has been my age. I'm 32, almost 33. How old are you? I am
1: 24.
0: Yeah, see? So the show didn't exist for me when I was 12. Okay. So what was that like?
1: Right, so I was not supposed to be watching it, so I like snuck into my basement, (laughs) and I like felt so grown up, because I was eating half a grapefruit at the time. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, my palate is so sophisticated that I'm not grossed out by this like grapefruit.
0: And like, did you even
1: put sugar on it
0: or no? No, no, I just
1: ate it. And like, even now, like if I'm watching sex in the city, I'll want to have half a grapefruit. And then I feel like, Oh, look at me. Like I'm an adult. I'm not eating McDonald's right now. Yeah, I I love that.
0: That's so seventies, the grapefruit diet. No, my God, (laughs) let's
1: go back to that. No, it's not. Um, yeah, so I was not allowed to watch that show. Like, my parents were so overprotective when I was 13. No, when I was in grade 6, I wasn't allowed to watch The Princess Diaries. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, because Sex
0: in the City, I'm like, well, you know why they didn't want you watching it, right? right? Like, there's full-on sex scenes yes. in that show.
1: Well, it was the Cosmo thing, so I don't think there was... There was, I think, nudity in some of the episodes, but those came on later.
0: Yeah, Cosmo did the censored versions, which is interesting because there were some episodes that they took out entire storylines, too, though, on Cosmo. So if you watch the DVDs, you you might be like, oh, I didn't know that that happened.
1: Yeah, well, I definitely haven't seen the entire series. Like, that's definitely on my bucket list, but I've only seen kind of random episodes that were on Cosmo at this point. Okay.
0: So, today we're talking about uh, 20-something girls versus 30-something
1: women. Yeah. Um, So, you've watched the episode recently? I watched it twice. Okay. Perfect. (laughs) I watched it a week ago and then again yesterday. All
0: right. So, we've caught up with um, Carrie is hot off the heels of her breakup with Big in season one. And Charlotte has some friends who have a house in the Hamptons. Right. Yes.
1: I found it interesting that in order for Charlotte to say, hey, want to rent out this beach house, they felt the need to introduce six brand new characters in a Brady Bunch style like intro, which really wasn't that interesting. It it didn't really
0: inform the story, and I guess they were trying to talk about this complicated situation that led to this house, but yeah. you're right, it wasn't really required. I, like,
1: had to re-watch it to understand exactly
0: how they were all related. Yeah, and, like, later on in the series, I think they were like, oh, we'll just assume that she hangs out with other people, but in the first and second season, they mm-hmm. were like, all right, check it. So this person, and, like, we're supposed to be invested in
1: these relationships right. outside of... Yeah, 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 definitely, because then they're like, And then she told her friend, Charlotte. Yeah. I'm like, I've never heard of this girl before. No. Charlotte, who is this?
0: Yes. I (laughs) I found it weird, and I don't know if you noticed, maybe being an adult is different now, but they all seem to find the idea of staying in a cabin for a weekend very childish.
1: Yeah. They even said, like, my friend, my assistant Nina has, like, 18 girls that they share a beach house with. But I guess it's, like, at that age, they felt like, oh, if you're going on a vacation, it should be to Europe with a man.
0: Yeah, or, like, you should own your own beach house. Yeah. At this point. If we're renting one, it's just, like, ugh. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Especially when you're new in New York. Like, there, there's so much controversy over the fact that all these women had so much money mm-hmm. and, like, very few of them had real jobs. I I guess Miranda and Samantha have real jobs. And then Carrie and Charlotte. Like, what does, to this day, what does Charlotte do? Oh, Charlotte. Yes, please.
0: Charlotte is um, an art buyer for for an art gallery. So the three of them are pretty prestigious. Okay. And I think Carrie lives beyond her means. So she's kind of the lovable screw-up friend who's like, I'm really just a journalist, but I bought these expensive shoes rather than groceries. So, like, me, basically,
1: <laughs> yes. Except I, like, buy the groceries, too, and just put everything on my credit card. Oh, no. It's okay. I'm growing out of it. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. And then when they got on the party bus, I was like, I freaked out because Ben from Crossroads <laughs> was there. And I was ben like... Ben from Crossroads is there? Yes. He's the guy that gives Charlotte... Crabs? Yeah. That's, That's Ben from Crossroads, starring Britney Spears. When <laughs> you looked into Two thousand and two. <laughs> oh, wait, Ben, is that the nerdy friend that she's no, going to have no, sex with? No, no, no. Ben is the hot guy that she does have sex with. That's that guy? Yeah, he takes Lucy's V card, guys. He looks so like shrimpy and dorky in, in Sex in the City. Right, because that well, that would have been three years before he did. Okay. You should see him now. Because he is he has aged beautifully. Okay, I'll look him up. But, like, I remember
0: him being even, like, like in Crossroads being pretty hunky. Yeah, like he was. grown-up looking. And, he was, yeah. yeah. I guess three years makes all the difference. I guess when you're that young, like, well, yeah, you, as a young person, do you have men in your life that suddenly you're like, oh, oh you, you've grown up and you look all chiseled now?
1: No, like, I'll, like, see a 20-year-old and I'll be like, I don't know, he's 20. I'm like, oh my god, that guy's so hot. And then I find out he's 20. I'm like, no! No, you're not. You're 26. Stop. Yeah. That's, that's what, like, freaks me out.
0: And Is I'm that, like, why are you 20? Like, very young guys looking, like, sophisticated. Yeah. And then yeah. I'm like, what? I do find that the fashion sense of young people right now is impeccable, and it makes it very hard to tell them from regular
1: people. Because, like, when
0: it used to be that, like, young people didn't really have their act together. Yeah. They were in, like,
1: army print. Yeah. Or something weird. Or, like,
0: those backwards, like, kangal hats with a little kangaroo on it, and you're like, okay, so you're 19. Right. Yeah. You knew. Ugh. But now, like... I think One Direction changed the tides with that because they were wearing suits at like 17. Yeah. Their little skinny ties. 1D. Yeah.
1: Changing the game.
0: (laughs) Damn. So you, so you have an age limit on people that you would date?
1: Yeah. I won't date younger than 23. I know Uh. people who date like 19 year olds or like 20 year olds and I'm like, no, they're they're chi- those are chi- Well, that, it's different for me, too, because I have younger sisters.
0: Oh, okay. Like, I have a
1: sister who's 20, so if anyone's 20, I'm like, no.
0: Yeah, that makes sense, because that's out. your little sister.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I have another sister who's, like, 17, so there's, like, they're, if, they're, if you're closer to my sister's ages than mine, like, it's not going to happen. That makes sense. I don't sense. care how beautiful your One Direction suit is, no.
0: Yeah, that makes sense, because I have a sister who's, like, six or seven years older than me, and when I was in my early 20s... If I was interested in a guy who was, like, 27 or 28, it would feel strange because growing up, I looked up to her. Okay, yeah. So, then dating someone, like, yeah, it was a weird disconnect
1: for me. like, girls or women usually date older anyway.
0: Normally. I feel that I date younger, but at the stage of life that I'm at now, a lot of guys my age are, like dentists who own houses oh. and like and i'm like uh no and i don't know how to relate to that yeah. so yeah the person i'm dating is like what five years younger than me because like it's just like we relate more yeah lifestyle wise yeah that makes sense that makes sense so okay so the guy is the guy from crossroads yes. and he is on the jitney Right, Which is the bus that takes people from New York to the Hamptons. Right. Yes. How far away are New York and the Hamptons? I did not look it up. I don't know either, because everyone talks about it. I'm just popping over for the weekend.
1: Let's see. Let's find out how um, distance from Hamptons to New York. Two hours and seventeen minutes.
0: Okay. So if we were driving from Winnipeg. To Brandon. To Brandon. Okay, so we could vacation in, in Brandon, Brandon for the weekend. Which
1: I did as a child. Yeah? Brandon Winter Fair. Hit it up. It's lit.
0: <laughs> what What happens at the Brandon Winter
1: Fair? Um, there's a dog show. Oh, shit. There is farm animals you can hold, and there's cotton oh, not Oh, wait, you're not
0: just petting them? You can hold, hold them in your them.
1: arms? Mm-hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. There's a lovely hotel called the Victoria Inn. There's a lot of plants around it, which my mother really loved. In the wintertime? Yeah. Like, indoor plants. Yeah, it's very tropical. Very exotic. Brandon, Manitoba. Hit it up. And you did that, like, every... This was a yearly excursion? Yeah, for our family. Hmm. That's nice. Yeah, <laughs> Was it? <laughs> Brandon, Manitoba. Sandu family vacations.
0: It's the Hamptons of Manitoba. Uh, it is. It
1: really is. Actually, Gimli would be more of the Hamptons. The Hamptons I mean. of
0: Manitoba. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I do find Gimli very picturesque and it adorable. Is. So they get on the Jitney, and they go, and then... What did you think of the cabin,
1: looks-wise? Oh, I, I honestly didn't even pay attention to the okay. cabin. I was like it's a cabin. Well,
0: cuz they walk in and they're like, "Ooh, it smells like mold." And, Mild, ew, yeah. Ew, ew. And I was like, "That is a beautiful, like mm-hmm. I would be happy to stay there for the weekend." Yeah,
1: it was a nice cabin for sure. Yeah, they they were very like snobby about it, I guess.
0: They were acting very snobby I found throughout the episode which seemed not uncharacteristic, but it seemed like more than I've seen in other seasons. Like, right. nobody was like, oh, it's cute. Oh, this is going to be fun. They were all just like, ugh, I can't believe we're doing this.
1: Right. I was like, I guess I wanted to juxt- juxtapose <laughs> the, um like, sophisticated, like, hard-to-impress 30-year-olds with the, like, mm. excited-about-everything 20-year-olds, maybe.
0: Yeah, that's true. And I think they hit it a little hard. Yeah. I liked it better when later in the episode Miranda's like, I'm gonna get some corn and make a nice meal for us. I'm like, yeah, that's... Yeah. Those are the things that I, as a 30-something, will get excited about. Yeah. It was nice to see them happy about anything.
1: I felt the first, like, little bit of the episode felt very much like a BuzzFeed article. Like, oh. 20-somethings versus 30-somethings. And, like, for the first little bit, especially when they were walking to the Jitney, that felt very, like, BuzzFeed-esque.
0: I could see that. You would have that as a gif and be, like, me walking up to the Jitney. Yeah. A 20-something <laughs> walking up to the Jitney. Yeah.
1: But then they got, like, more into the storyline, I guess. Um, but I felt like they, like, I don't know, they got into s- that entire thing with Laurel. That needed to be a film in and of itself. Yes. Laurel was like watching a young Annie Wilkes from Misery. She (laughs) um, slash like an All About Eve. She had a weird dynamic with Carrie. Laurel,
0: we should say, uh, is the the young girl who we're supposed to just be like, aren't 20-somethings kooky? But she seems legit crazy. She is. And Laurel... She's obsessed with, she meets Carrie, and she's like, hey, I would love for you to be
1: my mentor. Except it was more like she meets Carrie, and she's like, oh my god, you are my absolute hero. And it's creepy, and it's weird, and it's like, she writes a column in a newspaper. Yeah. Like, okay, have I met the stars of Degrassi and gotten overly excited in my youth? Yes. So, like, I understand, Laurel, but, like, please, like, just have a little bit of chill.
0: Yeah, she... Yeah, she has zero chill. And I get that she's supposed to seem... Like, to me, when I... I will say that when a 20-something person comes up to me after I've been on stage, I can tell the difference in excitement versus a 30-something. Right. But... They don't usually seem insane. Yeah. <laughs> and she seemed like she was going through something.
1: She was, She there's, like, a point where she's like, oh, I'm not, I have never, I'm a virgin. I've never, like, slept with yeah. a man because I'm saving myself for marriage. But, like, in the back of my head, I'm like, are you saving yourself for marriage or are you saving yourself for Carrie Bradshaw? Yeah. Because, like. I feel like your goal, your end game is to be able to watch her sleep.
0: Yes. Laurel. She's like painting her toenails it's, at one point, which feels very intimate.
1: Yeah. Sarah Jessica Parker had a no nudity clause. Yeah. With the show. I feel like she also needed to have a no having my toenails painted. Oh, yeah. on, on screen clause as well. It
0: seemed weird to me because I can understand on a level that like this excitable young girl approaches Carrie and she's like I wish you were my mentor and then Carrie's like oh yeah and like you can see where she'd have pressure to feel like I gotta be nice to this person yeah but then she's like I guess I'll just give you my phone number yeah and her level of niceness when we've just seen that she can be quite snobby right now she's like I guess I
1: better impress this girl I just met at a kegger well this girl also shows up unannounced, to their cabin as well. To their beach house.
0: And Miranda's like, I just sent her up to your room because she was
1: annoying me. Like, I know that that girl was up there smelling things. Yeah, smelling things. (laughs) Definitely pocketed something. Like, but it was like, probably like strands of Carrie's hair from her brush. Um, because I was thinking like, it would have been a decent plot line because 20-somethings, like, I was thinking about it, totally do do this. Like, in the comedy community, and, like, acting, and, like, Mm -hmm. I know especially with the improv community, like, in Winnipeg, people, like, kind of have, like, a mentor that they go to. But, like, no one is that crazy about it. Yeah,
0: and I think what would have illustrated the age difference better would have been... If Carrie would have initially liked and gotten along really well for her... Yeah. For, and then seen her in a light that was like, oh, you are a lot younger than Yeah, me. yeah. Because that happens to me a lot where, like, I feel like I can comfortably talk to you, but then if I saw you with a lot of friends your age, I'd probably right. suddenly see the age difference and be like, oh, we don't relate the way that I thought we did. Like, we can still do one-on-one, but not right. this. And that, it felt very like they were saying... First of all, I didn't understand why Carrie felt the need to be nice to her at all. Right, Because yeah. I would run for the hills. Because they're at a kegger. There's no right. there's no need for her to have to give her the phone number or like, anything.
1: she'll probably never see this girl again. Yeah. She could have just said, like, email me. They had email back yeah. then. Yeah,
0: she could have just been like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, if you're ever in New York, um, come on down to the Toronto Star office. And, uh, yeah, they're always looking for, like, interns. And, yeah. Like, say yeah. something like that. But she, throughout the episode, she's like, oh, I guess you could paint my toenails. Uh." She
1: also got a match. She also went out and purchased a matching necklace to Carrie's. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. It's, she, like, there needed to be more to that storyline. Yes. I need to know why this girl is obsessed with Carrie. I need to know, like, I need it to escalate somehow.
0: And what's so strange is it all culminates when she talks about how disapproving she is of promiscuous women. In right. their 30s. Mm-hmm. And then Carrie goes, what do you even like about my column? Right. And Laurel goes, uh. And then Charlotte runs in with crabs. crabs. And it's kind of funny the contrast with this girl being yeah. like, they're so promiscuous. And then she has to tell a woman much older than her that she has crabs. Right. So it's like, well, is she right? Mm-hmm. But I was like, where is that explanation? Yeah. Because this is very odd. Yes. But
1: Absolutely.
0: Ashley and I were talking about... Some of what's great on Sex and the City is that some of these things actually did happen to writers. So that's why there's some odd people on the show that they'll be like, oh, this happened to me and I'll write about it. And that's what makes it kind of more human than other shows. Right. Sometimes I feel like they do that really well. But Mm -hmm. sometimes they get way too too weird and they never explain. It felt like a writer was like, Oh, I met this girl once who was like this. Right. But they didn't try and make it relatable at all.
1: Or, like, they should have, if they wanted to have a crazy stalker plotline, like, make the episode about that. Yeah. Like, don't introduce, like, I felt like I was watching the Annie Welk's origin story. Yeah. <laughs> like, this could have been a full series. This could have been Bates Motel, but for Annie from Misery. Yeah. I
0: <laughs> and that's you're right. It's so it needed so much more attention. Mm-hmm. So as is, it probably should have hit the cutting room floor in yeah. editing.
1: Yeah, definitely. Or like tone her way
0: down. Yeah, cut out the virginity. I disapprove of yeah. of promiscuous women thing because that felt like such a blip that we never come back to. Mm-hmm. And then Carrie's like, well. I guess 20-something girls are well-meaning. They're just kind of blah, blah, blah. And you're like, no, that was all insane.
1: Yeah. She's like, they're just our quirky and and slightly annoying doppelgangers. And we're like, no. She's like, she wants to wear your skin. (laughs) Like, that's not a doppelganger. She is crazy. Do you think part of that was the actress playing her as well? The That was a horribly cast, I found. Yeah. She was supposed to be 25. She, she was. The actress was 19. Yeah. Um, and, like, she looked about 17.
0: She looked very young, and she looked so plain mm-hmm. that I was like, this girl's obsessed with Carrie Bradshaw. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like, yeah. I
0: wanted to see her trying to emulate her more.
1: Definitely, definitely.
0: And she had a voice that was very, like, oh, like, I really didn't like... Her voice added yeah. to the crazy a little bit for yeah. me.
1: Yeah, I, I thought it was a poorly cast character, Yeah, personally. I think the other characters were decent. I also thought Nina, um, Samantha's assistant, was also way too... Like, no one talks to their boss like that. No. Even if you're just about to quit, especially when you're in an industry that requires so much networking, you don't, like, burn a bridge like that.
0: Yeah, I found that weird that, like, because, yeah, I could see... The point they were trying to make about 20-somethings, because she was, like, she was swearing and saying the word fag, like, yeah. really big over the top. And I was like, yeah, definitely when I was younger, I would be like, check out how edgy I am. Yeah. And, like, I'm sure you know people like that. Right, But yeah. then when your boss walks in, you'd be like, shit, shit, shit. And, yeah. like, it would have been cooler if she'd have tried to cover it, and then her whole speech... She gives Samantha a speech.
1: Yeah, and it was poor... She was not a great actress. Like yeah. I could tell which scene she auditioned with because it was stronger, the one where she's like freaking out at the party. I yeah. could tell like that must have been what she like did during the audition. Exactly. Cuz when she did the thing with like Samantha, it was just poorly acted. I thought her him. on
0: the phone made a lot of sense yeah. cuz it sounded like a young girl trying to sound like a businesswoman like, "Oh, you did not." Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought she did a good job, but yeah, you're, she Turns, and I didn't feel that the situation had escalated enough Mm -hmm. for her to call Samantha out
1: the way that she did. Yeah, 100%. Because
0: Samantha's just like, hey, I'm your boss. And she's like, hmm, actually, (laughs) what the fuck?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, that came out of nowhere. And I was like, what happened just now?
0: Were there any 20-something situations portrayed that you related to at all?
1: So, like, for Laurel, at first I was like, no one acts like this. But then when I was thinking about it more, I was like, I definitely do this, like not to the extent where I stalk people, but like I will like message someone and be like, can you help me with this stand up thing? Or like, I have an acting audition. Give me advice. So like in that way, like I kind of related to it, but like in, in that, like going to someone in your field and being like, Hey, can you give me advice on this? Like I got that part. Yeah, And, like, so there are younger, like, people in their 20s who kind of do fangirl yeah. over, like, some of the 30-something performers. Um, but never to the extent of Laurel. No. No, no one no. buys a matching pair of glasses to, like, someone else. Yeah. It's crazy. Or, like,
0: if you did, you wouldn't wear it around them.
1: No. Because, like, I've
0: known <laughs> people that I've been, like oh, I really like the way they dress, maybe right. I'll buy something like that. But then I try not to make it too obvious, right. and I'd never be like, look, I got the thing. I think it would have been more interesting if, yeah, they played it as though this girl was also a writer, and event, and Carrie was interested in helping her, and they did get along, mm-hmm. and then it escalated, and the girl was a little, like, too excited, and then Carrie got annoyed. Yeah. Definitely. Or Carrie saw her in a young situation and was like, oh, yeah, okay, there it is. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, it was too much too quick and kept escalating from an already crazy point. Yeah.
1: I sometimes, if I'm hanging out with, like, what you were saying, like, if I'm hanging one-on-one with someone who's a little bit older than me, like, it's fine. But then, if I am with like them and like all their friends, and I feel like the weird little sister, yes, yeah. sometimes. Um. So, like, I think that would have been more relatable to me, but like, not weirdly stalking someone.
0: Yeah, like if Carrie would have <laughs> been like, "Oh no, she's actually super cool," and invited her to hang yeah. out with the girls. Yeah. And then Samantha's telling some blowjob story, and she's like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah." Because
1: like I've definitely
0: <laughs> been there when I was younger.
1: Yes. That, see, you should have written this episode. I think I should write. I should have played Laurel.
0: Yeah. I would okay. have been a
1: great Laurel.
0: We should just write a very similar series. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like people have been trying to do that since its inception. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Lipstick Jungle, they were like, right. we can yeah. can lightning strike twice, and no, it cannot. No, Lipstick no. Jungle is horrible.
1: That's awful. It was a terrible, terrible. series. Brooke Shields was not great in it.
0: No, and, Mm-mm. and since when is Brookshield's not great? I Thanks, love her. Yeah. yeah. Like, I want to see, I want to see her shine the way that I know that she can. Agreed. <laughs> um, how did you, okay, so then, yeah, Samantha is threatened by her younger assistant, who is yeah. now hosting the Hampton Hoedown. I feel like in New York, they've been doing that ironic thing for longer than other people where it's like, it's a hoedown, but with classy people. Right, yeah.
1: It was good. It it resolved itself nicely. I think that that was one of the more gratifying moments of the episode when like, Samantha got her power back. Mm. Like, at first she's kind of freaking out, like, are you kidding me? And then she goes, and Nina's completely flustered. Her friend is like, coked out in the corner. I Um, thought the
0: coked out friend was funny.
1: Yeah, she was. And I was
0: like, (laughs) they clear went to a improv class or a comedy, like she's I was like she is somebody who knows funny and they like found
1: her and they got her for that one part. Yeah. Um I, like, tried to find her on IMDb after because she looked very familiar to me. Oh. Um, I thought she was maybe, like, a child actor at some point, but I didn't find anything on her. Oh. Huh. Um. That's why I think maybe,
0: like, that adds to my theory about maybe she was, like, an improviser or a right. sketch
1: artist or something. And they were yeah. like, oh,
0: she's funny. Like, bring her in.
1: Yeah. And then, yeah, that was good. Um, Samantha, like like, was classy, and she's like, okay, I'll help you out, mm-hmm. like, showing that she, like, because if she just let the girl, like, crash and burn, that would be so much less, like, interesting, mm-hmm. and the fact that she was, like, classy enough to be like, it just made her seem so much better than that girl. And I feel like
0: that was the best at illustrating how you are in your 20s versus how you are in your 30s. Yeah. Cause if Samantha were in her twenties, she'd be like, Oh, looks like your party's failing, like bitch, and she would just she would just let it crash and burn around her, but now yeah. she's older and she's like, Okay, you know what? I'm gonna help you out, and then that and then you'll see that I'm actually great and yeah. power will be restored, and that is how I get my power back.
1: But then she was a little bit petty by introducing her th- oh, this the sister to the guy. crab guy.
0: Yeah, so oh, and Charlotte has a storyline Right. I didn't realize until like I rewatched this show often, mm-hmm. but on the latest rewatch, Charlotte is very obsessed with her age, and okay. I guess that makes sense because she's the one that wants to get married and have kids. So right. Like, the clock's ticking, I guess, but like she pretends to be twenty six. How old is she in actuality? Um, I ha- I t- I did take a note on this because um... I know in season five she's turning thirty six, but she doesn't want to. Right, so
1: she is... Oh, shoot. So I have her... Her real age is 34. Okay. How old was she in season five? 36. 36. So she would be around 32 in the oh, episode. Okay. Yeah.
0: And she's lying and she's saying that she's 26. I don't know if age has become less of a big deal now. But I feel like she could have just said she was 32.
1: Yeah, I guess she wanted to, like, play that role of, like, the silly 20-something. And I think it did make for some really good comedic moments between her and Miranda. Oh, Miranda. I live for Miranda (laughs) in this episode. Yes, I'm usually not the biggest Miranda fan, but, like, this episode, she... Was my, like, number, not my number one, but, like, she was so funny. She's
0: so funny. And that's, I related to her, except with the sunscreen, because I am a sun baby. (laughs) But, um, but I'm also not, uh, Ginger. But I related to her the most. Like, when Charlotte was like, oh, we should get some rum and make Long Island iced teas. And she goes, excellent! (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that was so good. That was my favorite
1: part. Oh, that's
0: so funny. It makes me laugh every time. (laughs) Oh my god. And it's like, I like that Miranda is just not the type to be like, okay, I'll play along. She's like, no, I'm gonna, oh, you're gonna do this? I'm gonna call you out for it. Right. Every time.
1: Yeah. Miranda was golden in this episode. I think I relate. So, like, I don't know, watching Sex and the City, that's, like, one of the show's that I could relate to well, mm-hmm. because there there were zero brown people, like, zero ethnic people in this entire episode. Um, yeah. Except for, like, in the background of the jitney, but that doesn't and count. And even
0: then, I don't think there were a ton.
1: No, there was, like, one black woman. Yeah. But, like, when you're, like, for me personally, I did not see a, a, an Indian woman on North American, like cinema until i was like 11 so i would find weird ways to like relate to characters so like if someone was like greek or italian or like jewish i'd be like no that's that's ethnic like, that's close enough that's close enough for me like i spent most of my childhood in denial like pretending i was latina um, because like j-lo was the only person yeah the latin
0: boom in the 90s yeah, yes. yeah
1: um but for like this i've always found charlotte very indian
0: like, like Charlotte. Oh, because of how conservative yeah. she is?
1: Yeah, well, just because she's, like, prudish, but only when it suits her.
0: <laughs> like, that's so funny.
1: Yeah, I've always considered Charlotte, and she was always the brunette one, so I yeah. would, like, relate to her. So I've always related to Charlotte, and whenever I say Charlotte is my favorite character on Sex and the City, people are like, what is wrong with you? Charlotte is the absolute worst, and I'm like, no, Charlotte's the best, because that's the one that I related to. Charlotte has an art, like, I've always... I don't necessarily relate
0: to Charlotte, but I've always liked her as a character because I don't think she's a one-dimensional prissy prude. True, yeah. So what do you mean by, is that an Indian thing to be prudish only when it suits you? I think, like, I don't want to, like, some... Well, in your experience. Yeah.
1: It's not necessarily an Indian thing, but, like, I find a lot of Indian women slash girls like you know in high school that one friend who calls everyone a slut and is like saving herself for marriage but then she ends up having sex and then she's like no it's like fine like i was in love oh like, yeah, yeah that yeah. sort of thing i feel like on average there are more indian 20 somethings that are like that like there are some who are more like who don't care yeah like they're a lot like that who that's are like, funny yeah
0: yeah <laughs> Are like, um, yeah, there's an episode where she's like, no, uh, cause she's, she's divorced and she never wanted to be divorced. Yeah. And she's like, I actually believe, um, you get two great loves exactly, in your entire yeah. life. And they're like, and Miranda says, what is this convenient theories for you monthly? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's funny. Cause I'd never noticed that before, but it's true. Charlotte, there's also a lot of people that point out Charlotte has the most sex on the show Yeah, out of anyone. Mm-hmm. But she's the one who's like, oh, I really just wish more of my friends were married. You guys are so, like, you're holding me back because of your singleness.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Charlotte is Indian.
0: (laughs) And, like, were you, because uh, you've talked about being in a strict household, like, were you held to kind of Charlotte ideals?
1: Um, we don't talk about it a lot in my household. Like, but it's not like the, we're not, like, there's no Lorelei-Rory dynamic in my household. Oh, okay. Where we're like, oh my god, like, parents, guess what? Like, I kind of just do what I want. Okay. And they're like, okay, cool. We have a don't ask, don't tell policy. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, um, yeah,
0: I would never. So when you talk about Charlotte being Indian, that's more like in you a circle that you've observed rather yes. than in your immediate yes, experience.
1: Exactly. Like she's very much like the Indian girl with rich parents to me. Oh, okay. Like that sort of trope. Which isn't a trope, but like for me if for in Indian your world. Indian people know that there's the there's like a very like there's like an Indian girl who wears like all designer um clothes and is very like Charlotte esque where she's like, Ugh oh, I just like these white girls, like they they're just like, crazy, they just sleep with everyone, (laughs) but, like, they're the same way. They're just, like, holding themselves to this weird standard and, like, justifying everything they do. I don't know. They're, like, better at hiding it, maybe? Maybe. And, like, they're also, like, in denial. It's just that girl who, like, calls everyone a slut until she loses her virginity. That kind of reminds me, like, another thing I like about the show is I don't find any of the actresses, like, conventionally what you would see as, like, the really hot TV star. And, like, I always, like, have a strong affinity towards anyone like that. Anyone who's not, like, conventionally, like, the drop-dead gorgeous, like, movie star that's on TV or in a movie. Yeah. I, like, have a very strong affinity to anyone like that.
0: Me too. Yeah. It's interesting how now I look back and I'm like, oh, they're gorgeous. But, like, at the time, you're right. they're, They're really... They really were unconventional given who was on TV at the time. Yeah. Yeah. And even now, like, there are so many people who take delight in talking about how ugly Sarah Jessica Parker is. Like, that's this huge thing.
1: But Sarah Jessica Parker is so insanely talented. Mm -hmm. Like, especially in the scene where she's talking to that doctor, like, she is so natural, so flawless. She is. Like, she's an amazing actress.
0: Yeah, it's clear why she won... She won a lot of Emmys for Sex and the City, I believe. Okay, yeah. And she has been a professional actress Mm -hmm. since she was about
1: 10 years old. Square pigs. Yeah. I've seen every episode.
0: Oh, I've never seen it. Don't ask me why. But Have you seen (laughs) Girls Just Want to Have Fun? No. Oh, you should watch it. It's her and Helen Hunt. Oh, my God. And they're best friends. Yeah. And uh, they go to private school... And then uh, there's a dance show that's coming through town and Sarah Jessica Parker is a very good dancer and she's always wanted to be on this dance show. And they're doing auditions and her dad's like, you will not go to those <laughs> auditions. Oh, no. And she's like, I have to. So she sneaks out, goes to the auditions, gets the show, living a secret double life on dance wow. TV. And oh then her God. dad finds out, but wait, she looks so great out there. He has to... Be like, I was wrong. I oh was my wrong. Gosh. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I can't wait to watch that.
0: It's so good. Um, but yeah, it's her at her. It's funny because in that time, she was like sexy dream girl, and yeah. everyone was like, "Oh, we, we, oh, Sarah Jessica Parker." And then she grew up, and suddenly so mm-hmm. people were like, "She's weird looking. She's a horse. Mm-hmm. She's this," and I'm like. If you met someone who looked like Sarah Jessica Parker in real life and was that intelligent and that poised, you would be like, what a dream woman. Mm -hmm. Who are you? But because she's on TV, she's so scrutinized.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sarah Jessica Parker is not conventionally beautiful, I don't think, but like she is beautiful. She's
0: beautiful, yeah. She's very attractive.
1: Yeah. And it's
0: like, you know, I think out of all of them, Charlotte has the most presentably beautiful appearance yeah
1: um, but like even she's not like a 10 like TV10 yeah
0: she's not like if she was gonna be a TV10 she'd she has kind of a pear-shaped body she would more so have like great big boobs and yeah. like
1: yeah I think the thing about them is that like they're very like there are people in real life who I know that like look like them mm-hmm Like, people on other shows, I can't think of an example right now, but, like, I've never met someone in real life that actually looks like that.
0: Well, you think about, like, uh, are you watching Riverdale?
1: Yeah, no, but I know what they look like.
0: Yeah, like, they, they, like, obviously they are real people, but it's a very stylized show. Yeah. Uh, I don't feel threatened by the look of them, but sometimes I feel threatened by the, the fashion. Right. Is impeccable yeah. and it's every day. Yeah. And on Sex and the City, you see them looking pretty cute, but then you also see them like wearing a hoodie yeah. and some like little capri pants because they're just sitting around. And right. I did appreciate that kind of like uh, casual life versus
1: mm-hmm. going out for brunch life. Or like Gossip Girl was very like. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That
1: was insane.
0: Impeccably styled. Yeah. And even as a 30-something, I watch that and I'm like, I don't have an outfit for every day of the week yeah. with little, like, clips for my collar that are all right. cute and, like, I I want to, but I can't yeah. afford such When watches. I, like,
1: try to do that, people are like, what the hell are you wearing? Yeah. You're in Winnipeg. Like, go change. And, <laughs> I'm like, okay.
0: Have you ever tried to channel any of the Sex and the City women in your
1: style? You know that I wear tutus. Yeah. Frequently. Um, yeah. I, I, like, almost feel embarrassed when I try, like, to dress, like, not like them necessarily, but, like, when I try and really, like, amp up my look, I, I'm kind of embarrassed because I'm like, okay, you're in Winnipeg. Like, who mm-hmm. are you trying to impress? Calm down, Angelique." But, like, when I went to New York, like, I actually did try to, like, dress like that every day because people aren't going to be like, you're such a tryhard. Yeah. Calm down.
0: Like, Did you feel, so you felt differently dressed fashionably in New York versus here?
1: Yeah, definitely. Like here, I think there's almost a sense of like looking down on people who mm-hmm. look like they put a lot of effort into their look. Um, whereas I think if you went to like New York or even Toronto, there's like less of
0: that. Here, I do think there's a pocket of people that are going for this very YouTube celebrity look. Okay. Like for a while when I was working as a makeup artist mm-hmm. I felt very threatened by everyone had the perfectly like ombreed brow with like the very like highlight contour and all the like ooh I'm wearing jeans but they're pretty expensive and yeah. you can tell. And that very it's like a very, very stylized casual look that's right. so hard to pull off. Yeah. And so expensive. Mm-hmm. And I have seen a pocket of people in Winnipeg that really embrace them, but you're right. it You do feel very visible when you start dressing that way. Yeah. And then it's hard to stop because, like, for a while I was dressing up a little bit mm-hmm. and a couple people noticed. And then I was like, oh, are they going to be now disappointed if I'm not dressed this way next time was more how I felt. Okay.
1: Okay, <laughs> right. Yeah, I'll, like, try and, like, look cute for, like, shows or, like, if I'm going out. Actually, there was a point in the summer where I was, like, in my version of stylish.
0: I've always Um, thought of you as someone who embraces fashion and, like, I've never seen you not
1: having put together an outfit. Well, thank you. Except now. In my, like, Victoria's Secret pink hoodie. I think you
0: look like Selena Gomez. Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Um... Yeah, I've, I've got some, look. like, the other day I was on the bus, and, like, I ran into someone I knew, and I felt the need to, like, explain, like, I felt the need to be, like, this is why I look ugly right now, mm-hmm. this is what I'm doing to try and fix it, and this is why you should still accept me as a human being. Yes. I, I was literally, like... Um, my forehead is pregnant with acne, um, but I'm using a, a scrub to try and fix it, but it dries out the rest of my skin and so like now my lips are chapped um, and I'm not wearing makeup because I don't want the acne to get worse. <laughs> and also my eyebrows are a little bit crazy uh, and that's because um, you know I, I'm growing them out so I can have them done by my eyebrow lady. And also my eyes are swollen right now because I'm allergic <laughs> to the anti-acne face wash. So that is why. And
0: how did they respond to that? They were like,
1: they like got off the bus. <laughs> they <laughs> like left. And was like, cool, cool,
0: cool, cool. And yeah.
1: And I was like, that was a normal conversation. And then later I was like, no, it wasn't. You don't yes. need to justify, explain to someone why you're ugly. That's such a
0: female experience thing. Yeah. Like,
1: to be like, I
0: feel like that's even why I started <laughs> doing stand-up. Like legit. I was like. I feel really self conscious about a lot of things to do with me, mm-hmm. and if I just make a joke about it, so that everyone knows that I know, <laughs> yeah, oh my god, then it's okay because yes. no one's gonna be like, "How could you walk around doing that?" Like. So, I've justified it, I've made a joke about it, and now you'll accept me because I'm aware of my faults. Yes! Was totally why I started doing this. Oh my god. I feel like I just
1: realized that just now.
0: Wow! Wow.
1: Breakthrough epiphanies. I'm Oprah. (laughs) No, I'm not. I wish I was.
0: But she was a person of color on television. Probably the
1: only one for a while. Yeah. I think so. Her and her and well, J Lo was more movies than she yeah. wasn't on TV. Oh, I watched Passions growing up. Um, oh, okay. it was a soap opera and like Yes, I watched Passions. Because the girl, like the girl on the show Teresa. Teresa Lopez Fitzgerald, yes. I'm aware. <laughs> um she was like she was the most ethnic like I think that was the closest looking person to me that I ever saw. Like she didn't look like me, but like but in terms of like the dark hair and like long the,
0: dark hair and like large eyes and like very distinct features like yeah. definitely not cookie cutter but very beautiful yes yeah
1: she um like she's like the kind of person where if she said like oh i'm indian you'd believe it <laughs> or, like if i'm part indian like that's the thing like if they look like they could have been indian and i was watching that show when i was like 11 like 10 11 yeah. which you shouldn't have been watching at no. that age
0: how do you feel re-watching Sex in the City now? Because we've talked about you not feeling represented by things. Like, yeah. is there a disconnect for you there when you watch it as an adult?
1: No, because they, I, like, relate to it in different ways. Like, yeah. with Charlotte and, like, the non-conventional looking women. And, like, Carrie yeah. was a writer. And, um, so I do kind of... Miranda's a lawyer. I'm going to law school in September. So, like, I, like, now I'm watching, like, everything with lawyers, hoping that it'll make me want to become a lawyer. Yeah. It never does. I watch a lot of The Good Wife, and I just want to be Kalinda now. <laughs> um, uh, what, wait, what was the question? Um, oh right is there a disconnect no I still feel I relate to it in different ways
0: is there a part of you that just goes well this is tv and I just don't exist in tv so I just won't look for myself in there because like I would think if I just turned on the tv and Mm -hmm. it was this alien experience and no one looked like me I would just eventually be like okay I guess that's just how that works."
1: tv um like like I was saying I like I would find different ways to somehow relate to it um, But there are definitely those shows where I'll be watching and I'm like, like La La Land I was telling you about. Yeah. I was just like, this is made by white people for white people gossip girl i found was very like i couldn't relate to at all but like things like desperate housewives i'll be able to because like eve longoria's character or like th- if they're very quirky if there's a very quirky character mm-hmm. i'll like kind of latch on to that glee was great for me in terms of like leah michelle i i was like that's me but i can't sing well like anytime someone would be like oh you look like this person because when i was in grade 12 people would be like you look like leah michelle and that was like the best thing that ever happened. To me in my life. Like Leah Michelle could kill a family of raccoons. Like innocent raccoons. And like I would still love her. (laughs) Yeah, innocent raccoons. I don't know why I went to raccoons as my go-to cute animal. Like a family, a family of foxes. That's my favorite animal. Like she could kill a family of foxes and I'd still be like, no guys, I look like her. Like, I don't, I don't know, I've never seen it, but, like, the fact that people said that was, like, oh. I don't think watching TV is as much of an issue. I think that there's a lot of insecurity whenever I'll audition for something. Mm. Like, it's really hard. Yeah, so there's, like, a feeling where I'm, like, if I don't get a role, I'm like, well, great, Anjali. Now there could have been 25% more representation of brown people on TV. And now you ruined it. Good job.
0: Or are there casting calls that you look at that you're like, oh, they're not saying it, but I'm pretty sure they want a white person for this?
1: Yeah, like a, like if it's like a name like... Like Lacey or Linda yeah. or Marianne. I, I can't say Mary because I actually did book a role of someone named Mary. But yeah, like so Candace. You're looking for someone that is in the director's head. When you read something, you get a picture of who you want. And the director usually pick. like that image is very rarely an Indian yeah. woman, unless you're, like, doctor, professor.
0: Yeah, girl with very strict parents. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I can't wait for that role.
0: As, like, I know that, yeah, I think my only experience of people with color, like, on teen shows growing up, they would always be, like, I can't date, my dad won't let me,
1: so they'd be the boring <laughs> character. Yeah, yeah. Although, On Degrassi, I was, like, older by then, but there was an Indian girl on that, and I think, like, she was, like, or no, it was, like, the same storyline. She was, like, rebelling against her parents. But, like,
0: it's still cool to show that rebellion rather than just, like, I have to go home and read a book, guys, and they never get to be in the fun scenes because that's their character. I
1: think the first time I ever saw, like, a character, an Indian character Just like acting like everyone else, and it wasn't about the fact that they were Indian. Was like the Mindy Project because she's just a normal American woman going through her life. And like, yes, there would be like little sprinkles of like, oh, I'm Indian, but like, it wasn't like, hi, I'm an Indian girl in the world going through my life. And like, that was just because obviously it does play a part in your life, like whatever culture you are. But it wasn't the main focus with the Mindy Project. So I think that was the first time ever. Saw that. I
0: feel like the Mindy Project is very much Mindy Kaling's... Kaling? Kaling? K- Kaling? Mindy Kaling?
1: I don't even know how I to I never know. Name. Uh, Kaling.
0: I think it's Kaling. Kaling. Mindy Kaling's response to growing up, being obsessed with shows like Sex and the City. Yeah. Uh Because it's very much, it's this, like, fashionable, kind of self-centered girl in a yeah. big city. But mm-hmm. she's not Carrie, so she yeah. runs into complications because her life isn't as convenient. So yeah. I always related to Mindy Project that way, that it's somebody that grew up with this fantasy life, and now they have almost that fantasy life. Yeah. Like, I write for the Uniter, which is a student <laughs> newspaper. So I'm like, am I Carrie Bradshaw right now? I think Like, you so. are. Yeah. You are, though. <laughs> so, oh, yes. And then there is a big moment we should talk about. Oh, Right. A big moment.
1: Yeah. Oh! Just, oh double hi-yo. entendre. We should talk about with
0: this episode uh, before we wrap up is right. so Carrie had a real rough time of things with Big in the first season. Mm-hmm. He's very commitment phobic. Right. And she thinks they're going to be in a relationship, and then he's suddenly like, oh, my company's relocating me to Paris. Mm-hmm. And he acts like it's not a big deal. Yeah. And like, whatever. And then. He's back. Mm-hmm. He's at the Hamptons. Yeah. He's with some girl. Mm-hmm. Natasha. Natasha. And and how was that scene for you? Cause you said you've only watched like sporadically, so are you invested right. in the Carrie Big?
1: No, not at all. Um the like season I watched the most of was like her and Aiden. Oh, okay. And her and that other guy, um, Alexander. Petrovsky Petrovsky and then her and it was Aiden and then the guy who broke up with her burger those were the episodes that I watched more of um and so I don't think I've seen a lot of season one so when she had that huge reaction like when she was like oh you didn't call me I was like well why would he have to call you like you guys broke up yeah um but like now like I guess he like broke her heart uh, he broke the her heart, season.
0: and they were kind of like, I don't think they officially broke up. Okay. Because what happened was, um, there's an episode in the first season that's actually quite good called Le, Le Deleur Exquise. Oh, it's like the exquisite pain. Okay. And, um, she realizes that she is in almost an S&M relationship in the sense that he's withholding from her, and she's addicted to it. So he's like, what? I'm being relocated to Paris. And she's like, okay, so clearly we're not in a serious relationship because you would have mentioned that to me if we were. Yeah. And so that kind of breaks her heart. Mm -hmm. And she says like, well, maybe I could go to Paris for a few months. Oh, yeah. And he's like, oh, but that would be for you, right? Not because of me. Yeah, I I did see that episode. And then she's just like, you know what? Just go. I'm Mm -hmm. not going to go. And that's how they break up. So it's like, right. it's not an official, we're never going to see each other again. It's just like, just go. I think she always thought that when he came home, they would at least have a conversation about it or something. Yeah,
1: yeah. I guess, like, the, like, whole throwing up on the beach thing, I think that was partially, like, as a recall to earlier in the yeah, episode. Yeah,
0: earlier they're at the kegger. I did feel very 30-something watching that because they're at this, super fun party but people are bumping into them and it's loud and there's someone throwing up and I'm like yeah I do find that tedious when I
1: show up to a party like that yeah well I like I don't think I've ever been to a party like that honestly like if although I have like the parties that I go to it's usually like everyone like half the people are crying (sighs) usually I'm one of them (laughs) but yeah I've never been to like a full-on throwing up like, people... I've never thrown up when I'm drunk.
0: Yeah. I think, yeah, I don't necessarily see a ton of people throwing up, but it's more like just a lot of chaos Yeah, and a lot of, like, people talking super loud and, yeah, yeah like, there's yeah, someone yeah. crying in one corner and someone, like, and there's, like, <laughs> not much room to move around, and I just always feel very, like, ugh.
1: Claustrophobic. Yes. But
0: they're on a beach, so I probably would have just parked down by the fire and been like, I'm just going to ignore all this and Mm -hmm. enjoy this beach. But, yeah, so she runs onto the... It's quite dramatic. She runs onto the beach and there's crashing waves behind her. Yeah, and
1: fireworks.
0: Oh, yeah, because the fireworks were happening for the hoedown and it's supposed to, it should be this beautiful moment, but it's not. Like,
1: that's what you'd expect for, like, the end of the thing where, like, she's, like, in love and, like, making out with her boyfriend, but, like, it's, like, this tragic, Yeah, um, like, she's vomiting because she's just just so hurt by it. Distraught. Although I get, I kind of get it, like, Throwing up is, like, extreme, but, like, if you're seeing someone and they, like, are suddenly back but, like, didn't even bother to
0: be, like, hey. And you had, like, a year-long, on-again, off-again, traumatizing Mm -hmm. relationship with them. And then
1: they're here with this young, like, hot model girl.
0: Yeah. And he's, like, she's someone I met in Paris, and, Mm -hmm. like, he's very... As usual, quite poised about yeah. things. Cavalier. acts like it's not a big deal. Yeah, exactly, Cavalier. And then he doesn't even know how old she is. He's yeah. like, I don't know, she's like 25 or 26. Like, just young, whatever, I don't care. Yeah, that's the ending line is like, 20-something girls are just great until you see them with the guy who broke your heart.
1: Yeah, that <laughs> <I> was <laughs> like, okay. Okay,
0: Carrie. Have you had... Have you had a Mister Big in your life who was like meant so much to you? Feel like
1: I nah, mm, not. mm. I feel like I am the Mister Big. Honestly, no, I don't know. Like if I feel like if I've had like a Mister Big relationship, it's like not an actual relationship. Yeah. That I've been in. It's just like, oh, I really like this person, but, like, they don't even know I exist sort of like thing. Like a
0: fixation
1: or yeah. An infatuation. Yeah. but if I'm actually dating someone, I, like, tend to be more, like, people be like, we're dating. I'm like, no, but just, like, go on a date.
0: Yeah.
1: Sometimes. Like, calm down. We're not dating. No. I, like, feel like I am more... I am Mr. Big, except not, I'm not, I, I I don't want to compare myself to Mr. Big, because I haven't seen that much of the episodes, and I feel like he can be really horrible. I don't think I'm as horrible as him.
0: But just in the sense that you aren't as relationship-seeking as the women and the insects in the city?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, I'm just like, we're just having fun, calm down. I'm, like, more commitment-phobic than... Why
0: is that? I don't,
1: I don't know. (laughs) God, why are we kidding with the deep questions? I don't know.
0: I don't know. I thought I would get all Barbara Walters on you for a
1: second there. I'm going to, like, be Britney Spears and just start crying.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah. Well, also, you're about to go to law school, too. So I would imagine that you wouldn't exactly have relationships on the brain at that point.
1: Yeah, no. I'm, like, so, uh, like, career-focused right now. Like, I don't, I've got, like, it's just not something I'm focusing on. Like, right now I want to, like, I'd rather be in, like, a comedy festival than be in, like, a long-term committed relationship.
0: (laughs) You say that with such disdain. Yeah,
1: no. Like, I'll, I'm, I'm up for just having fun, hanging out.
0: That's cool. I wish I was like that in my 20s, because I felt like every guy I met, I was like, this is the one, guys. (laughs) Buckle up. And, like, now I wish I would have just seen those as fun Just, uh, if it happens, it happens. If not, this guy's great and I'll just get to know him.
1: Yeah, like I'm finding myself in situations where like people keep texting me and I'm like, stop, go away now. (laughs)
0: Like
1: I have, I had this one guy who like texted me for a solid year. I'm like, no, stop. But, like, I encourage it, too, sometimes. Like, if I'd be bored, I'd be like, hey. Oh, okay. So, like, it was kind of my fault.
0: That's a very 20-something thing that I used to do where I'd be like, I'm bored. And then, like, suddenly enlist the attention of someone who I knew I could get attention from. Yeah. And then be like, ugh, he's so in love with me. It's so (laughs) weird. But it's like, yeah, you were borderline, like, that is a very Mr. Big thing. Like, let them go and then be like, oh, you've been gone too long. I'll reel you back ever so slightly.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> At the same time, like, if I'm, like, if I, like, find myself being, like, carryish ish about someone, like, I'll, like, purposely distance myself ah. from them. Where, like, I'll just be like, nope. So, like, I think that I could be a carry, but, like, I don't let myself. Because, like, that's, that's a that's scary thing. I'm scared of it. That shows
0: an impressive amount of restraint. Because for me, I would be like, I would be like, it's my heart. I have to follow it. Like, I just, I don't know how to not follow my carry impulses. Yeah. Um, and I think it's very smart to be like, I don't want to feel that way right now. So I'm just gonna, like.
1: Yeah. It's also, like, bad for me, though, because I'm scared of my feelings. Mm. So I'm like... My heart, no! Get back in your cage! Go back to the cellar where you belong. Do
0: yeah, that's dinner. funny. I feel yeah. like we should, on a Friday under a full moon, <laughs> run into one another at full speed. And oh my then god. I'll get a little bit of that and you'll get a little bit okay. of what I've got.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Perfect. <laughs> that's how that episode should have ended. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> under the fireworks.
1: Yeah. Just <laughs> running. Her
0: and Natasha <laughs> should have
1: switched bodies. Oh my god, Freaky Friday. We need um, a fortune cookie. I could do a whole podcast about
0: that franchise. Oh my god. Okay, so it's time for a Sex in the City
1: speed round. I'm so excited. Okay.
0: Alright. We've talked
1: about some of this. Uh, which girl are you? Um, Charlotte with a little bit of Carrie with zero Samantha. A little bit of Miranda in there. A tiny bit of Miranda. No, no, Samantha. No, Samantha. Zero, Samantha.
0: What is your favorite outfit on Sex and the City? Could be any of the girls.
1: Oh, shoot. Okay. In the Sex and the City movie, I really liked everything Charlotte wore. Like when she's like baking cookies in like this beautiful white outfit with like polka dots. Also, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, Carrie's... I wish I did more research for this question, but obviously, Carrie's, like, tutu. Yeah, um, the iconic... Oh, my gosh. Tutu. Uh, um, oh, what else? That's all I can think of right now, but, like... <laughs> in the
0: movie, you know, my favorite outfit in the first movie is Carrie's little, like, pink button-up striped shirt with her little vest and her little, like, black, like, short tie. Yeah. When she's first walking out, I was like... I love this movie, and that's the first scene, I think. Or no, the first scene is the huge gold flower.
1: Right. I, I don't love when she has, like, a huge thing on her.
0: Huge flowers, do you remember that being a fashion trend? Because that was absolutely a Sex in the City-informed and yes. fashion trend.
1: I just Googled Sex in the City best outfit. Some of her wedding dresses were also really nice when in she was movie. trying them on for Vogue. Yeah.
0: I liked... Some of the ones that I, actually, the Vivian Westwood one was one of my least favorite ones. That's the one she
1: actually wore to her wedding? Yeah, I agree.
0: I agree. I liked uh, the short one with all the frills. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah? Which one did you like? I liked, um, was she ever in, like, a suit sort of thing? She had a a vintage suit suit
0: that was what she wanted to wear to get married. I think I liked
1: that. That looked
0: really classy on her.
1: I think I also like, there was like one of the dresses I remember really liking as well, like for her magazine shoot. It might have been the frilled one that you were talking about, the shorter one, but I don't remember right now. She has one that's
0: like... Strapless, white. It's very plain all the way down. It's like, and then right at her hip, all these crazy frills
1: go out. I don't think it would have been that one
0: for a photo. Mm-hmm. Yes,
1: mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. anything else, no. no, Yeah, I think I like most what Charlotte wears just because I think it's very preppy and yeah. like cute,
0: well, um, and, Charlotte, and girly. Similarly to you, Charlotte wears outfits. Yeah, like, you're like, I'm doing a show, so I'm gonna wear, I'm gonna wear a tutu because it's a mm-hmm. show, and yeah. like. You have ideas for like what outfit for what occasion, mm-hmm. which is a very Charlotte. Thank you. Whereas Carrie will wear like whatever, whenever, yeah, and sometimes look
1: ridiculous. <laughs> True. Favorite Sex and City location. Um. Oh. Um. Mm-hmm. Like specifically, like just or just
0: somewhere that you like that they've
1: been to on they've the show. Been to. I like when they like are brunching somewhere fancy. They
0: go to the same um, brunch spot a lot, except, like, plain white walls kind yeah, of Yeah,
1: I liked that. Um, favorite location? Just, like, New York, you know? Yeah. It's, like, such a character mm. in the... Did <laughs> you say that New York <laughs> is, like, the fifth girl? Absolutely. <laughs> um, yes, it's so good. I love New York. Like, that makes you just fall so in love with New York. Just New York in general, Ugh, when I went to New York for the first time, it's like, it lives up to it. Yeah. It 100% lives up to it. Oh I my have God. not
0: been. When you went to New York, did you see anything that you were like, that is so Sex in the City? Like, did you have any moments that you were like, I feel like, I feel like Charlotte York right now?
1: Well, we went to Magnolia Bakery, which is like where they went on the show. And like we purposely tried to like go to places. Like there was an there's an app called Sex in the City Places in New York that you can actually go to. So what we actually did that. Also, I was staying, like I was staying with my cousin. I did not afford this myself. My cousin like got a big pen not a penthouse, but like an apartment on Central Park South, and that's, like, literally the same street as Lady Gaga, so I I did feel very, like, I'm Carrie Bradshaw living beyond my means somehow, Yeah, like, yes, ugh, it was fantastic. I, like, will tell people that I was neighbors with Lady Gaga, because I'm an asshole. Because you basically were. I was, but, like, I wasn't. But why not, right? Yeah, I'm just gonna tell, I'm gonna keep telling people that, because why not? (laughs) I don't care how pretentious I sound, I'm gonna say it.
0: Feel like that's going to take you far in this industry.
1: Like it will though. Yeah, it will. People get so impressed over nothing. Oh, I
0: know. Um when I I went to Vegas a couple times cuz that is the kind of vacation I can afford cuz it's like $500 for your flight and hotel. Yeah. And there's like $2 stakes everywhere. Yeah. So that is, I'm not kind of wise, but when I went, I did a couple open mics and then I yeah. came home and and I was like, I would tell people that I just tried doing comedy on the Las Vegas scene and they'd be like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, do you have $500 in a valid passport? Because you can also
1: do that. Yeah. yeah. Or there are people that, that'll be like, well, I did background with Samuel L. Jackson, but they won't say that. They'll be like, I was in a movie with Samuel yes. Jackson. And you're like, no, you weren't.
0: I remember when uh, Sam L.J. and I
1: were <laughs> were on set. We were on set. Like, calm down. Yeah. And people get so antsy about it, and they're mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, did you hear that she was on set? But it's like, calm down. Favorite Sex in the City boyfriend. Oh, uh, Steve ruined my life in the second movie when he did that. Um. Oh. Oh. Harry. Obviously. Harry.
0: Yeah. Harry's hands down the best in my opinion. Harry. Oh my god. I love him. I love him, and he's Harry. TV ugly. Like
1: he's supposed yeah. to be ugly, but I'm
0: like, you're very handsome. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god, Harry.
1: Oh, and also everyone hates um Smith, but like I like Smith. I like Smith. He was I felt a like sweetheart
0: when Samantha cheats on him,
1: and so he's sad. just like.
0: You're going through some shit. I'm going to be here for you. I was like, uh, I saw the commentary on that episode because I have the box set. You can borrow it. Oh, my God. Yay. There's only commentary on a few episodes, but on that one, Mm -hmm. Michael Patrick King, he was like, there was debate in the writer's room whether that made Smith the weakest Sex and City boyfriend character Mm -hmm. or the strongest. Because being there for someone when they just broke your heart... Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I guess that could be construed as weak, but that's also, like, wow, you were able to put your pride on the line for that person.
1: And I think they also had, like, Samantha and Smith always had a very, like, unconventional relationship Mm -hmm. where she had more of a masculine, like, traditionally masculine role. And he was a little bit more feminine, but, like, in a good way.
0: Yeah, and he was vulnerable, like, from the beginning. Mm -hmm. He was like, I'm an alcoholic, and I really want to be an actor, and, yeah, yeah. I like I liked him a lot especially for Samantha. Yes. Oh, should Carrie have
1: ended up with Big? Um, yes. Yes, just because it, that's what the whole series like it the built. whole series was like around Carrie and Big. It's like was he like the best guy for her? Like he had his problems, but like Carrie and Big, it's just like one needed to happen, you know?
0: Yeah, it's kind of like on Friends, if Rachel had actually moved to Paris, yeah, and then you just leave them there. And you're like,
1: okay, I guess, like, it would have felt unresolved. Right, exactly. Exactly. That's a perfect analogy.
0: Feelings on the movie.
1: I like the movies. Everyone hates the movies. They're like, these are so stupid, but I love them. I I
0: like the first movie. The second movie to me... Ashley Burdett and I have agreed that the second movie is a fever dream that Carrie is having when she's very old. (laughs) And and I was like, you know what probably happened is Carrie is a very successful writer. Mm -hmm. And then she gets old and people are, she's trying to be relevant again. So she writes a book and she's like, I'll just overemphasize a couple details and make it a little bit splashy. And we think that that is a book that she wrote in her old age. And then it makes a lot more sense.
1: What's the second... Which is the one where they go to Abu Dhabi? That's the second one. The second one? Is that the one where... Where's the one where Charlotte beats big with a bouquet of flowers?
0: In the first one, Carrie beats big with a bouquet of flowers. Oh, right, right, But
1: Charlotte goes like, like, no. That is my favorite Sex in the City moment (laughs) of all time. They're like in the middle of the street. Oh my God. They're all wearing fancy clothes. (laughs) That is my number one Sex in the City moment is Charlotte go, just this rage building in demure little Charlotte and like... Oh, I feel like I just related to that so much because usually I am so like laid back. But like if you get me to the point where I need to yell at someone, you've taken me to like that was just such like a moment I could relate to where like yeah. someone just like hurt someone you love and then you're like just like you just go against your like actual nature and you just need to like yell at them. And that like, is
0: a striking moment because it's a little bit funny, but it's also yeah.
1: incredibly
0: Heart... Heart-wrenching, yeah, because yeah. you're like, yeah, exactly, you've been that protective person for a friend before, mm-hmm. and it's like, Charlotte looks ridiculous right yeah. now, but she loves her friend.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's my favorite moment. It's a good moment. Those yeah. are all my questions. Did wow. you have anything to add? No. I, thank you for having me on your podcast. This yeah, is, has nice been a dream come true for me, just <laughs> talking about sex in the city. Oh my <laughs> In my... my, gosh. In my uh, basement of a mansion apartment. It is a beautiful apartment. I see Marilyn and Albert Einstein, and I, that's yes, all I need. Yes,
0: because I have beauty <laughs> and brains. Exactly. <laughs>